Hey, how's it going? This is Tyler Murphy. This is the Montana Gallery Podcast for Monday, Monday the 8th, October 8th. Um, I think it's, I think today is Columbus Day. Um, how are you? How's it going? I, um, I didn't get a podcast out there last week, and, um, I, I'm not sure if I'm even going to post this one because I, I, like, I kind of feel like I'm not sure that I have anything new to say these days. Well, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ramble here for a little bit. Normally, when I get on here, I have a couple ideas or or things um, that I've been thinking about that I, I'm like, okay, yeah, that that would make sense to share. So let me see real quick if I can rack my brain and and tell you anything. I guess I can tell you a little bit about what's going on uh, this this week for me and uh, kind of what's coming up this month. We have uh, uh, Daniel Keyes and I have the show, uh, we titled it Bridge, and that opens November 8th on a Thursday. And so I've got, I've kind of got like one, yeah, I guess I've got exactly one month to... Um, get a bunch of new paintings done for that. I know Daniel's working hard. Um, we're probably going to record a podcast episode um, talking together about what bridge kind of means to us, talking about our friendship over the years, the highs and lows um, of that, and what, what we've learned, how we've helped each other grow as as people and as artists. Um, uh Let's see. What else can I tell you about Bridge? I we came up. We couldn't. <laughs> we were um, trying to come up with a name for the exhibition, and it just nothing. Like we kind of had this idea of what we want the show to be about, and it just took us forever. I kept on saying, "Let the the word that came to mind for me was bridges," <laughs> and uh, and then this magazine. Um, wanted to do an article on on the show and so uh the guy um called to to interview me about it and um i was like one one second let me let me get back to you real quick now's not a good time and i called daniel and was like all right i guess we got to come up with a name for this show and um we talked for about a half hour and <laughs> went from bridges to i can't remember what all the other ideas were and then finally we were just like what about just bridge and <laughs> and so anyways we just we were like all right i guess that's that's what it's going to be called the kind of i i like the the word bridge because it does have it's like you can kind of take it in lots of different directions uh meaning wise you can um i think for me uh you know, hopefully this show is about celebrating how Daniel and I have been kind of bridges into each other's lives um, or into different parts of the world. For instance, uh, Daniel, for me, has definitely been a bridge into kind of the larger art world. There's so many people that I've become good friends with that I don't think I would have become good friends with had it had it not been for my friendship with him. And... Um, and on the other side, I, th- I think that it's true that um, 
at least I've been the bridge for Daniel to see some parts of Montana. And, um, and that's become, uh, for all of us, one of our favorite things is uh, for all of us to get together. Uh, Daniel and, and Richie and Ken and Nate and Forrest and some of the other guys. And uh, we try to, you know, we've just developed a, a strong uh, friendship amongst all of us. And we try to get together as much as as much as we can. So, um, and in some ways, I guess I am somewhat responsible for that. Although I think so much of the, the credit for anything that the gallery does, um, really can't be put on any one person. It's, it's definitely a group effort and, um, everybody contributes a little bit, uh, to it. And, uh, so I like, Really, I'm I'm used anymore. I'm not the one really organizing things uh, very much. Ken, I would say that Ken and Richie are a lot better at at organizing. Um, Ken's Ken's way more uh, organized than I am. So, um, anyways, so back to the the bridge idea. the The other thought that I have about it is that you know over the years the gallery has been a a gallery that, um, well, it started out selling mostly to people physically uh, that came through the gallery in Red Lodge. I, it started with uh, mostly my work and my friend Kira Furco's work. We were kind of the two main artists. And then Daniel was, uh, he gave me some paintings as well to help start the gallery. Um, but mostly there in Red Lodge, it was, we were selling my work and Kira's work in that I think mostly had to do with the fact that you have a lot of walk-in traffic in Red Lodge. It's kind of a, a town that sees a lot of traffic due to Yellowstone Park being close close by and the Beartooth Pass um, and all, all the other beautiful outdoors uh, and the, all the recreation that you can do around there. And then um, kind of as... Oh yeah, because then what I started to develop um, Montana Gallery's website and and start to develop uh, selling paintings online during the winter months there in Red Lodge, where basically in the winter that town shuts down and somehow you have to figure out a way to pay the bills, and so the website for me. Uh, just using a Squarespace website became a great way to connect with past clients and a great way to direct people, um, you know, that are Daniel's, uh, uh, that are fans of Daniel's work and, and, and some that collect him to a really easy to use website. And, and so I think that's kind of been part of the, the key of the success of the gallery is just having a website that that makes it easy for somebody to pop on there and buy a painting off the website. So I say all that to to make the point that for several years we were mostly a, um, like say it started out with selling work physically to people that walked in, then we kind of transitioned into learning how to figure out, into learning how to uh, sell paintings online. And now that I'm here in Billings, I'm wanting to... Um, I'm really pleased to see that about half the paintings we've sold this year 
have been to people here in Billings, which makes me feel really good. Makes me feel like we are becoming um, more well known within this Billings community. People are appreciating uh, the different things that we contribute to the scene, and that they know that they can come into the gallery and uh, expect to see something new every couple months, and and that it'll be a well put together show. But okay, so I kind of got sidetracked there. the The point though of Bridge is. As we were selling um, a lot of paintings over the website, mostly those sales were smaller studies because, of course, it's kind of risky. It feels, I think it feels weird to buy a larger painting over, over the internet without ever having really seen it in person. And so the website works well for selling small studies. I'm hoping that... Uh, with this show and over the next couple years that we can get the gallery to a place where it's uh, taken uh, taken seriously by by serious art collectors, people who are collecting some of Daniel's larger works um, uh, and and uh, some of the other guys as well as they're becoming more well known. I'm hoping that it transitions into um, a place where people can trust that oh yeah if i buy this you know three plus thousand dollar painting on the website that it'll be packaged well that it's a good product that um you know just all of that and um and and really the reason for that is is just simply that i put a lot of work into a lot of these shows and we sometimes sell a lot of paintings but then at the end of the day if we've sold, uh, you know, say ten grand worth of art, like for a holiday show, and that that might end up being you know twenty or thirty paintings. To me, that's a pretty good accomplishment. Um, but at the end of the day, that's only uh, you know three to four thousand for the gallery. When you add up all the expenses, all the rent and everything, it's really not that much that the gallery gets to take home. So. I'm really getting getting into the nitty gritty of all this, but um, you know, I just I'm realizing for me to um, advance the gallery, to stay in it uh, uh, as as the gallery owner, um, to, for me to um, you know really um, see a future as <laughs> as a uh, a person here trying to make enough money to to uh, pay the rent and 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 maybe like I, I would I hope to maybe you know have a new car here um, maybe sometime in the next year I keep saying that as as I uh, you know kind of look at how the gallery's doing it's like okay we need to we do need to to grow and um, it needs to become more of a, uh, a lucrative business for me to want to to stay in it, um, and I think it can. And so, um, not that not that it's all about money. I mean, really, um, I'm kind of interested in in the reason I'm interested in getting a car is so that I could be an Uber driver during the winter months, uh, or just during the day when I 
when I feel creatively uninspired and uh, I drive around a lot as it is and I might as well be picking up people and uh, driving them around and making a few bucks um, and feel productive in some way. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really, um, I'm going all over the place here with this. I don't know why I told you all about that. Um, but so bridge is, is, you know, we're hoping that the gallery kind of goes from being this small over the next couple years. And I'm not trying to push to make this happen right away, but that the gallery goes from kind of being a small, humble, little kind of unknown gallery to becoming a, a, um, a more well-known, well-respected, trusted gallery where, where serious art collectors can, can purchase paintings uh, from the different artists that we have. And I think that's just a natural, that kind of has to happen because, um, you know, guys like Ken and Richie especially, they're becoming um, more more well known, and it's it's hard for me even now to get any work from them because there's so many different shows and galleries that would love to represent them, and um, luckily they're uh, luckily they're just my my good friends, and they um, enjoy hanging out uh, with me, and 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 for some reason wanna wanna uh, keep saying yes to the different get-togethers that we have and so um but uh but the gallery itself needs to needs to rise up to being worthy of their time and, and attention um so uh that's that's kind of a lot of the stuff i've been thinking about lately i've been reading a lot um i've been reading kierkegaard a lot um uh, one of the things that Kierkegaard talks about that that uh, makes a lot of sense to me is uh, the idea of rotation. He kind of says this in relation to friendships and even I would say even like career uh, careers that you want to be careful not to overly identify. Uh, with like a career um, and you want to be careful uh, to not to not spend uh, to not spend too much time with only one friend and and the idea of rotation kind of uh, he uses the example of, of like the farmer who rotates crops um, and that that all makes a lot of sense to me. He he, he says uh, regarding the relation of marriage. Um, he's Kierkegaard's a very funny writer. If I, I'm just starting to read him, but um, a lot of like existentialism kind of comes from him. And existentialism is what I'm learning is kind of alive and well in in comedy these days. And so, um, if you read Kierkegaard, you you. Uh, you'll actually start to see um, a lot of similarities between the, the things that he's talking about and a lot of popular stand-up comedians. So, uh, but he talks about like how one he says one should never enter into the relation of marriage. Um, 
for if their love is not ended in eternity, it will certainly be ended. Or no, if their love is not ended in time, it will certainly be ended in eternity. Rather, the two parties concerned should say, uh, should commit to next Easter or next May Day or, um, you know, six months from now. That way that they, they'd be saying something uh, that maybe they could keep to. And I, I don't know that I uh, feel quite the same when it comes to something like marriage as, as only committing to like six months, but I feel that towards being an artist, I'd say. Like, I like the idea of, um, okay, I commit to being an artist until this, the end of this show. And then, you know, there's lots of different things that I'm interested in. And if I feel pulled to to um, go do something else, I give myself permission for that. And I, um, even with even with something like uh, story night, what I've found is that anytime I commit to something, and I kind of commit without uh, an end date. Like I used to go to something once a week and I went to it for maybe a year and a half. And then eventually I just, um, I just kind of, it, it just sort of fell by the wayside. I just realized I, I don't know that I care about this anymore. And, um, and so I think, I think committing to things for shorter periods of time, kind of doing them in bursts and, and this, principle of rotation that we see that farmers have to do. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe that, maybe some of you will hear this and think, oh, that's just being non-committal and, and stuff. But I think that there are certain things that I will commit that I can say, I bet that I'll do this for the rest of my life. But it's the only thing that I can say with in regard to that right now is like, my housemate Francesca just walked in, so I have to pause for a second. The only thing I can say that uh, that I will commit to, that I can see myself committing to for a long time, is just I desire to create things, to express myself uh, uh, by putting something out into the world, and whether that's uh, a painting or a little short film or um, a little piece of writing. Um, if I could play music, I would I would love to express myself in that way and, and that's an area I'd love to explore some more. Um, but I think not becoming too uh, too invested in being an artist, in, especially like being an oil painter. Um, I don't know. I think I think there's something healthy in that. Like maybe commit fully to it as I plan to do for the next month where all right, every day I'm going out there, I'm painting. I'm and I'm working towards this goal of having this show with Daniel and I'm going to give it my all. And then giving myself the permission afterwards to to set to set that um skill set aside and pursue and give myself time to 
to sit and read and think or pursue some other creative endeavor. Um, that all sounds really good and really healthy to me. Uh, yeah, so what else? What else could I tell you about? That's kind of what, what's been on my mind a little bit is, is all of that because I've been reading this Kierkegaard guy. Soren Kierkegaard, if you're not familiar with him, he's um, he and Nietzsche, which I just got a book on Nietzsche. I haven't really read him yet much, but Kierkegaard is sort of the um, the Christian theist, um, father of existentialism, and from what I know, Nietzsche is is more of the atheist um, father of existentialism. And um, I think both can be read in a way where what they're saying is kind of funny. At least Kierkegaard. Anyways, I'm not I'm not as familiar with Nietzsche yet, but uh, the little I've read of about Nietzsche is pretty interesting. And um, uh, I think his critiques of of uh, Christianity are are valid and and worth um, worth worth Christian, uh, Christians, um, wrestling with and, and tearing with. So, um, what else? I, I was, I got together with a friend a little while back and, um, oh, I told her this story of how I, <laughs> I freaked out on a homeless guy the other day, kind of, kind of freaked out. I, uh, I was at the gallery and just person after person kept walking in and I was wanting to paint so bad. I was wanting to close the door to the coffee shop and just and get to work. And friend after friend kept coming in and talking with me and kind of ate up my whole morning. And then, uh, and then, you know, it's lunchtime and I got hungry. So I went over to Jimmy John's and got myself a sandwich. And as I'm walking back, I got myself a sandwich and a bake of chips. And as I'm walking back, this homeless guy from across the street, you know, yells to me like, hey, hey, man. And he runs over towards me and I'm like, I really didn't have any change in my pocket. Usually I do and usually I'm, I I usually do end up giving something to to people when they ask something from me directly. And so, and so I'm like, dude, I don't have anything. I, I, I don't have anything. And he's like, oh man, I'm just, I'm just so hungry. Um, and I, like I was hungry too. I was really hungry. And I was kind of, I was kind of hangry, I should say, and uh, just annoyed by how my morning had been, kind of disrupted by all these different people taking up my time, and so I like, I, I look into the guy's eyes and like I'm just getting pissed, and I have a sandwich in one hand and a bag of chips in the other, and I'm like, all right, fine, and I just like toss the chips at him, kind of throw it towards him, I'm like take my chips, and he kind of. He kind of, <laughs> kind of was sort of taken aback, like didn't know, you know, it was like a really, uh, oh, he just, you know, normally he's he's given probably given things, but not in quite such a manner of like, uh, of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like I did not want to give him my chips, but I, but I did, and I. So anyways, I got back 
to the studio and was just like, what was that all about? What was that? What is this rage inside of me? Uh, what's going on here? And, you know, I don't know. I, I think I got to do a better job of standing up for myself when I when I need to get to work on some things. And that's what I'm looking forward to uh, this uh, this month is just closing off closing myself into the gallery, getting a lot of work done, driving out. I, I plan on mostly doing plain air work. And um, I feel like I do my best work when I go out by myself um, and just drive for several hours and, and just think and um, listen to music. And the things that I end up choosing to paint are usually, you know, they're just like the most mundane, like just stuff you can find anywhere but it's like I have to spend the whole day by myself before I give myself permission to just paint something really boring <laughs> but I'm, I don't know I'm finding that's that's what I'm drawn to is the is kind of the boring scenes I don't know we'll we'll see what we'll see I'm, I'm excited to see what what we come up with um, I want to do some big paintings out on location not real big but like uh Oh, at least 16 by 20, maybe a little larger than that. And I kind of like, I'm looking at two paintings that I did the other day out there, and they're kind of loose. And um, I'm wanting to just, to just paint, um, find something out there in the landscape that I really like, nail that, nail the colors and the relationships of that one area, and then let a lot of the uh, the rest of the painting kind of be loose and gestural just kind of dashes of color i think anyways you know you say these things and then and then you get out there and you get to work actually and you you never know how you're going to be influenced by by the by the landscape and so um what else oh man I think that might be it. I'm going to be hanging out with Ken and Richie this week a little bit. So maybe I'll record a little podcast episode with them. Uh, it's always good to catch up with those guys. Um, we we talk on the phone occasionally, but usually not for very long. So uh, I'll try, if they're comfortable with it, I'll try to record. Like, like you know, the best parts of conversations are when you get together with friends that you haven't seen in a while and you have something new some new ideas to bring to the table um, that's always the best so I I like to um, I like to try to keep the podcasts um, that that would be that'd be how I would prefer to uh, create podcast episodes sometimes in the past like some of the past episodes I've it's like I'll I'll be hanging out with Daniel or Ken or those guys and then for several days and we've already talked through a whole bunch of uh, you know our our interesting points and uh, new things in our lives and then and then I'm like all right well hey let's do a podcast episode and then we're already sick of each other by then so <laughs> so uh, I, I'm slowly learning my learning my lesson there learning how to do things uh, how to get the best conversations recorded um, all right, let's see. Let's see where we're at time-wise with this. Um, stopped that 
Okay, I just stopped that and, and uh, checked the time. And uh, Yeah, I think I'm... Okay, so we're at like 30 minutes. That's perfect. I don't know. I don't know. If you're listening to this... Okay, I need help. Like, I need... If if you're listening and you got some questions, email them in. Because then I have something to, to go on. And uh, something to interact with. Um, uh... I don't know. Write in, maybe write in and tell me like uh, about what what you're working on, what what you're excited about. Um, do you have any shows coming up? You got any names of shows? Um, you know, are you are you jumping into anything? Um, what would be something you would commit to until Easter? If you've got any favorite Kierkegaard quotes. Yeah, and if you got any any questions, um, I think again, like over the last several podcasts, I think I've just mostly made the point of like uh, that. I think it's important to um, well, one of the quotes that Kierkegaard said that I under that I underlined in one of his journal entries is that one must know oneself before he's able to know anything else. And I think that's, I think that's kind of true. Um, I saw some video somewhere where they were talking about, like, you know, we, we, read, um, we read books about other people and their stories, and, and we, you know, grow attached to a character in a film or in a, or in a book or whatever, and we see how they... Uh, you know, endure the highs and lows of life, see how they succeed and see how they fail in, in, um, you know, in, in their way of combating or, you know, existing. And, uh, and, and we come to empathize with, with those characters, but we kind of rarely take the time to, um, to just sit and be alone with ourselves. And I think that's what I, again, to go back to what I'm interested in with um, going out and painting this month is is really having a lot more time to just be alone with my thoughts. This podcast for me, I mean, the, I'm just rambling. I'm just free associating. Really, it's it's all for me to, to kind of um, try to make clear um, some sort of loose, abstract ideas that I have. Um, a lot of times, I think that's that's like the that's what's so great about writing writing to somebody is that you can make, um, and I mean more than just texting or little short Facebook messages, but really writing a nice letter or something. You know, you want to be um, you want your you gotta it to be able to write a good letter. You have to sit and really be clear uh, or think clearly about about things and organize your thoughts um, and uh, I'm, I'm just feeling like I need more and more of that in my life so all of this is is me trying to do that so thanks for listening in on on the craziness of all of that and um, and I hope maybe it connects with you in some way maybe it helps you to feel like oh this guy's, this guy's just as crazy as I am. Um, 
maybe helps you to feel like like you're not alone in the world. This guy's thoughts ramble off in different directions way more than my thoughts do. <laughs> um, all right. This guy freaks out on homeless people. What the heck? Uh, all right. I think that's it. I'll, uh, like even with this podcast, I was, I was thinking, uh, do I want to commit to doing this every single week? And I don't know that I do, but maybe I'm, I'm not even sure that I want to commit to saying, yeah, I'll do this for the next four weeks. I, I know that I will at times say that, but these next four weeks, I'm going to be pretty busy. So I don't know if I'm committed to that yet. Um, if you guys are fine with me just kind of not having anything prepared when I hop onto these and you're okay with listening to the thoughts of a madman ramble all over the place, I can commit to that, but maybe let me know if, if you're okay with that. I hope as you're listening to this that you're just it just becomes background noise, that you can just put this on in the background and get get some painting done um, or something, you know. Go, I don't know, just... Hopefully it's like having a friend in the room that won't shut up, and uh, <laughs> but it's more fun if if you maybe uh, email in and interact a little bit. I, I really appreciate the the people that have, and um, um, you know if if you do email in, maybe maybe throw a question in. Sometimes I get emails that are just like, hey, here's something that I found really um, really inspiring and I, I appreciate those but sometimes I don't have anything to um, or you know there's there's nothing for me to do with it on the podcast so uh, that's all all right thanks for listening talk to you sometime in the future maybe next week I don't know I'll think about that this week maybe it'll be just re- me recording rambling thoughts on my phone as I'm driving out across the Montana prairie Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.